Welcome to the Jennifer Hernandez RD podcast. This show is designed to help students and nutrition professionals make a positive difference through personal and professional development. In the intro episode, I told you a little bit about myself and my background. I told the five-minute version of my story in a video on my blog a little while ago. In this episode, I'm going to expand on that to tell you about how I got here and developed this passion. You see, some parts of my story came really easy, and other parts were hard. But without the bad parts, I wouldn't be in the place where I am today. I started undergrad at a school that did not have a nutrition degree. I never really struggled in school, and I had no idea what I wanted to do. For one of my classes, we had to take one of those aptitude tests that provided you with a list of careers that you were well-suited to. My list had hundreds of unrelated careers. That made sense, because on a high school level, I really wasn't better at any one academic subject. My parents moved several hundred miles away at the end of my freshman year, And after changing my major about three times over the course of two years, I found a school near them that had a nutrition major. At 19, I thought, this is a degree that combines food and cooking with science? What could be more fun than that? I honestly had no idea that a career called dietitian existed or what they did. But I changed majors and I moved across country. My senior year, I learned not only what dietitians do, but also that I had to do a 10-month unpaid internship to become one. Now, if you don't know how to become a dietitian in the U.S., I have a video on my website explaining the various pathways, because it is a difficult system to navigate and understand. Okay, so I graduated, and my parents moved again. They actually moved to the city where I was born, but I hadn't lived since I was an infant. So that is how I chose the programs I was applying to, by location. I applied to all three internships at the time in St. Louis, and I matched on my first try to my third choice program. I ranked my programs by cost, and we'll talk about ranking programs on another day. During my internship, I realized that I did not want to work clinically. However, in 2000, when I was finishing my internship, I was told that in order to get any other job in nutrition, you had to work clinically first. So I took the first job that I interviewed for at a large 300-bed hospital in Texas. I had great friends and great doctors there. I learned so much in a year and a half. However, along with all the great people came one very poor supervisor. She played favorites. She talked about people behind their backs. It was a difficult work situation. I actually left that job because of a family health situation, but I was ready to leave. I moved back home, interviewed for two jobs, and I took the second. Where I did my dietetic internship, we had to take 12 graduate hours, but we weren't required to complete the master's degree. About a year after I moved home, the program director where I had completed my internship asked me if I was ready to finish my degree. 
she basically hand-delivered me a graduate assistantship. And I took it. While I was back in school, I also worked part-time at a couple of different hospitals. After I finished my master's, I worked for another year, and then I applied to a doctoral program in biomedical sciences. This was really a stretch since both of my degrees were in nutrition, which is considered by many to be a soft science. But I wrote a good application and I got accepted. Three months into that program, I was sick, studying harder than I ever had in my life, and miserable. I also realized that this was not what I wanted to do with my life. So I dropped out. A little bit later, I got my dream job. I was teaching full-time at a small liberal arts college, and I was making $35,000 per year. At the end of my first year, all of the faculty were promised raises. However, by the end of the summer, we were told that we were not getting the raises after all. The school was having trouble paying their bills. I started teaching online that summer and returned to my full-time teaching position in the fall. After the beginning of the new school year, a staff meeting was held at my full-time job, and we were told that they may not be able to make payroll. Now, this might sound crazy, but I actually needed my paycheck. I started looking for jobs and I found one across the country in Arizona. I had turned in my final grades, loaded up our stuff, drove 2,000 miles, and started my new job the next Monday. That job provided me the opportunity to develop a new program from the ground up. However, since it was brand new, my boss micromanaged every move I made. He even made me hire his wife over a more qualified candidate. Once again, I was miserable. I was working multiple jobs. All I did was eat, sleep, and work. At the end of one year there, my husband and I decided to leave my job and move again, taking a chance on a bigger city and more opportunities. I continued to teach online part-time, and I took a part-time job in a hospital, the thing I had been trying to get away from for years. Eventually, I took an adjunct position at a community college that got me a full-time temporary position for the next year. It was great. I was back doing what I loved. They had a permanent position for the next year. I applied and was the department's top choice. However, the college president chose someone else. I was completely devastated. I floundered for a while, and then I saw a posting for a dietetic internship director at a freestanding dietetic internship. With a master's degree and 14 years experience as a dietitian, I took the job, making $22 an hour. I knew I was underpaid, but I also knew that it was a good career move. I was struggling to find a permanent teaching position without a doctorate. But being a dietetic internship director would look good on my resume. I stayed at that job for almost four years until I found the job I have now. Currently, I teach at a school with both future education model bachelor and graduate degrees. 
My position is about half-time teaching and half-time coordinating the supervised experiential learning component for our students. I truly believe that I never would have gotten this job had I not gone through all of the jobs that I had leading up to it. I use some part of every job I have had. After I started this job, I took another risk. I applied to another doctoral program, this time in curriculum and instruction. I figured out my interest area and I was able to align what I really want to do with the educational program. Because I embraced my journey and my story, I was able to overcome the fact that I previously had B's and C's in a doctoral program that I dropped out of and was still able to get accepted into another program. You see, I've had good times and bad, hard and easy, but each part of my story is an important part of my journey. Because I was an internship director for almost four years, I managed four application cycles with an average of 100 applicants each year. I have also recently successfully applied to a graduate program. I am well-versed in the mistakes students make in applying to programs. I am also aware of easy steps to improve on those mistakes. And this is what led to my passion to starting this podcast to help students to grow professionally, personally, and achieve their dreams. My challenge to you today, whether you are applying to an internship, graduate school, or a new job, is to embrace your story, both the good and the bad. Find ways to use your journey to tell the story of where you are going and be the hero of your own story. the information provided in this episode. Do you know someone who is making a difference in the field of dietetics and you would like their message to be shared? I would love for you to introduce me to that person. If you would like to connect on other levels, open up your podcast app and click on the episode description. You will see all of the relevant links there to the website and social media accounts.